Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to this podcast with Pastor Mubarakota. Mubarakota is the founder and leader of Christ Love World Outreach, a global evangelical ministry that is impacting the lives of many worldwide. Mubarak, an anointed teacher of the word, teaches the good news that has the power to heal the brokenhearted, free the captives, and change lives. Stay connected as you receive God's inspired word. Now, today's message. to be in church what a blessing we thank Jesus for his amazing love and grace amen we are trying to wrap up with this series of teachings on the mega church and pursuing the kingdom hallelujah what a blessing Today, I want to talk about something that I believe is very important. Amen. Hallelujah. And I know your, your life is going to be blessed. Amen. All right. Mm. It's about finding your life's work. Tell anybody, neighbor, how to find your life's work. <laughs> Mercy. There's nothing more fulfilling than finding your life's work. Amen. And uh, sometimes, if you do not understand what it means to find your life's work, you will never be okay, even though you are supposed to be okay. Amen. In the book of Genesis, chapter number 2 verses number 19. Father, speak to us in Jesus' name. I hope you brought your Bible to church. Lift your Bible. The last time you tried carrying your Bible, you felt it was too heavy and you left it. I hope it wasn't like that for today. Who didn't bring their Bible to church today? Wow. The Osofumami did not bring her Bible to church today. <laughs> so all the us of mommy should repent including the senior one Messi one of the few times I get to say things and go freeze when I'm preaching apart from that any other time I'm challenged <laughs> amen alright Genesis 2.19 lift your bible say this is my bible I believe in what it says. I believe in what it says I'll be. And I'm a victor through what it says. In Jesus' name. All right. Good. And out of the ground of the 
And out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field. I welcome everyone watching online also. God bless you for joining. And every fowl of the air, and brought them unto Adam to see what he will call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. Amen. Are you here? Verse 20. Can I have someone read verse 20 for me? Verse 20. Genesis 2.20. And Adam gave names to all cattle mm -hmm. and to the fowl of the air and mm -hmm. to every beast of the field. Mm -hmm. But for Adam, there was not found an help meet okay. for him. So Adam gave names to all the cattle and to the fowl of the air. So it means that maybe anything that was working was a cattle, maybe. <laughs> that is, by the way. But you see, there were placements right from the word go. So that God had set everything the way it had to be. And Adam had named these animals. Amen. Let's flip to 1 Corinthians 12. Let me show you something there also. Verse 18. But now hath God set members, every one of them, in the body. Remember, one body, different members. As it had pleased him. All right? But now God had, had God set the members, every one in the, of them, in the body. As it had pleased him. 19. And if they were all one member, where... Where were their body? Give me amplified. But if the whole were all one single organ, where will the body be? 20. And now, there are certainly many limbs and organs, but a single body. 21. And the eye is not able to say to the hand, I have no need of you. No, again, the head to the feet. I have no need of you. Hallelujah. Go to verse 23. And those parts of the body which we consider rather ignoble are the very parts which we invest in additional honor. Anyway, what I'm trying to pull out here is there is a member fits into a part of the body and every member has its unique role to play. Okay, so two scriptures I've given you. Number one, God told Adam, name the animals, and Adam named them. He said to one, you are a snake. He said to one, you are a what? Bed. He said to one, you are this. Maybe Adam could have named the snake rather the bed. But you see, the Bible says, whatever name he called them, that was what it was. And now he said he created the body, and to a part of the body, he said, you'll be the head. To a part of the body, you say, you are the hand, I'll fix you here. God could have chosen to put the hand at the back. But he said, you fit here. Now, it shows you how unique we all fit into this body of Christ. All right? You must understand the call of God in pursuing the kingdom. It's very important. 
because except you understand the uniqueness of your calling, you cannot function properly. I had this challenge when I became born again. Not born again, when I finished school and I wanted to work or I, I, I didn't know what to do. Like I was starting out life. So when I started off, I used to live in this apartment just of some few meters from the church here. And in this apartment, this apartment was actually a place my friend Richmond had rented. And I used to come and go, come and go. But eventually, I was able to also rent in that same place. Okay. Now, in this apartment, or these group of apartments, there were a lot of people who were professionals or who were working. Okay. God had also called me to work. Remember the, th- the title, Finding Your Life's Work? Okay. So, I, I came, I was living there. I had just started, we had just started a church at tree, uh, under the tree in Legon. And the church was just about five people. So, Sunday morning, I'm excited. I wake up, I go to church. But I close around 11, and that's it. What's next to do? There's nothing else to do with my life. Nothing. So, Monday morning, I'll come. And where my window used to be, where I used to sleep, when I lie like that, I used to hear early Monday morning, you see... Someone was there who was working on SGSSB with the wife, the young people, I mean, the same age, some a little older. Someone's working at Tema, this, someone's working at this place. And all these people wake up and you see them and ping, 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 they are going, ping, 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 and it's like I was becoming worried. It was beginning to have an effect on me. It was making me feel like I was left off in life. It was making me feel like uh, I, had amount, I was useless. It was making me feel like maybe I'm doing the wrong thing. Because I thought, if this is work, why can't I also go and come? All right? And maybe it's also because our training, okay, has been uh, lined up like if you don't go in the morning and come in the afternoon or in the evening. You are not doing anything gainful. But recently I saw a post, a, a video by a white man, like a black guy in a white community. And he was actually talking and said, these people, they don't come out. They work in their houses and they make millions. And it's like, so what of the person who stays in the house and works? If COVID did not come, we would not even know that people work from home. But that thing began to worry me greatly. And it got me thinking and thinking and worried and thinking and worried. I became anxious. I became depressed. And in the evening, you see them come. Then Saturday, it's like Monday, I don't have anything to do. Tuesday, I don't have anything to do. Thursday, uh, Wednesday, I don't have. Till the next. And even at the time, I I had not even understood that, oh, go for evangelism. 
it was later I met Bishop, Bishop Adongo, then he encouraged me to be going for evangelism during the week. But this is the case, maybe Saturday I'll just go and walk around and talk to people. Though even to talk to people, to come to church, what church like under a tree? It didn't even make sense. This is what I suffered, and it didn't go down well. So tonight I want to help you. So you, you'll be more confident, because our callings are unique and different. See, my calling is unique and is different. And there's nobility in every man's calling. One man is called a bird. One man is called a snake. Adam called one a bird. Adam called one a snake. But they were all named. Everyone had to be proud of the name they were given. The snake can't say, ah, but why have you named me snake? Change my name to Kokoshedie. Do you know Kokoshedie? I don't even know what it is, but I've just said it. Hallelujah. So, I want to help someone here tonight. I don't know if you are interested. Oh, yes. If you are, then I am also. All right. Your life's work is a gift from God. It's not something you really choose. Remember, I'm not seeing a job you found. I'm talking about your purpose. <laughs> so this message is actually a purpose message. Yes, I've changed this more. But if you are sharp, you understand. Hallelujah. So your life's work is a gift God gives you. All right. That's why I have someone trained to be a doctor, but ends up baking. And you sit down and say, ah, I call you on your papa. Now baking, so they got then. But that's what the gift the person has. How do you quit being a doctor and become a baker? It's because of how our minds work. You baking, I drink ice cream for meat pie and any other, but. That's not how, that's not the only thing you can bake. Are you here? So, I want to show you these amazing things. I don't know if someone is interested. Yeah. Shakadabu sekedekebe. Before I talk about how to identify your life's work, I want to explain a few things about what work really is. Okay? Number one, work is better than rest. Work is better than what? Because God worked six days and rested one day. So the number of days God worked is more than the number of days he what rested. Exodus twenty eleven. For in six days the Lord made the heaven and the sea, the earth and the sea, and on all them that rest and all in them. Is 
and all that in them is, and rested seven day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath and hallowed it. Number two. Understand that too much rest is a negative thing. Too much rest is a negative thing. Actually, but are you resting too much? You see, someone will say, oh, I work at uh, ministries. I'm the deputy director for whatever. Works and department. But give me your bag. When they go, it's fine. But when they hold your bag like that, when they hold your bag, when they go and sit down at ministry of gobbledygob, whatever, they will sleep the whole day. But me rather than that, they claim I don't work. I'm more tired at the end of the day. Pastors, they say pastors don't work. But maybe if I show you my, one of my items, then day what I do, I won't believe. Like today, maybe I'm standing here, but you don't know where I'm coming from. <laughs> you don't know where I'm coming from. You don't know where I've been. You don't know. You, you may, I may be looking neat, but I don't know how dirty I was two minutes ago. You see? Sit down, please. So, too much rest is a bad thing. Are you here? Look, you say too much rest. It's a bad thing. It's negative. Proverbs six ten. Yet a little sleep and a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to lie down and sleep. Verse 11. So will your poverty come like a robber, one who travels with slowly but surely approaching step, and your want like an armed man making you helpless. So you see, don't hide under ministry and sleep. Because that's a mistake a lot of pastors do. Are you here? You, 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 today I asked Alfred, and I said, Alfred, what, what are some of the traits, leadership traits you are learning from me as you walk with me? And he said a, a couple of them. But one of the things he said, he said, I've seen that you are hardworking. You are what? Hard work. So work is not like you've gone to do Stambik and Echo Bank only. So that if someone has not worked at Stambik, you say, oh, he's lazy. No. And we don't also want you to be like a pastor, you know, a man of God. You say you're a pastor, and when you wake up, you sleep from morning to evening. And Oh, what do you do? I'm a pastor. Because nobody can measure your work. Because, you see, if you are lazy, eh, with time it will show. Are you here? If you are, if you, if you, I can be sleeping in the house, but you don't know I'm working. 
Yeah, you don't know. I've worked and worked. If you see Bill Gates lying in the house or having vacation, it doesn't mean he's lazy. He has worked. My work has been effective that now I can take time off. And even though I'm in the house, work is going on in multiple places. So, find real work. You get it. <laughs> and when you work, you see, it will show. The results will show. The results will what? Will show. You see, one day I wanted to do some small tuno to my wife. I wanted to do some small tuno. Permit me. So I, I, I said, come, come here. So she came. I said, when I met you, what was your salary? And she meant, I said, so how much is your salary? Then she meant, and I said, you, you see your work you are doing. Eh? Me too, this is the work I'm doing. Then I showed her how much I passed to the church in a month. I said, so you see the difference. So right now, who is working more? It has passed my work, the work I do. That is, I'm lazy. I should go and look for. I, I can bury her salary in my work several times in a month. But I didn't go to a Kobanko by the message of God. So if you work in all humility, it will show. So don't be a pastor that lies in the house because resting too much is bad. Pastor Kofi, your branch must work. Pastor Derek, your branch must what? Work. Don't sleep in the house. LP Sandra, don't sleep. Work. Find work. There's work. It's just that if you don't have it, you won't see. And if you work, it will what? By the message of God. Hmm? All right. So too much rest is what? It's negative. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Don't sleep. Rise up and work. Pastors work. Nobody will see. It will only show after a time. Are you here? Number four. Number three. Is it number three? Okay. Okay. Right, let me just end here. And now let me explain to you or let me help you understand. Eight ways you can find your life's work. So do you understand that work is not just what we've defined it to be eight to five? Because that was my mentality and it affected me initially. Eight to five is a type of work. But ministry work... It's another type of way. And your life's work could even be different. Do you get it? You may see someone. I know someone who has gotten a job. She will go for 28 days and come back for 28 days. Then go for 28. So you may see her in the house for 28 days. But she's preparing to go for another 28 days. Hallelujah. It's like watchman work. When you go in the heaven, you come back in the morning. So when people say, ah, this guy is lazy. But when they are sleeping, you are working. Monday morning, you will see me sleeping. Sometimes Monday morning, I'll be walking at Lego and I'll be doing my jogging. Then some, some of these people will be rushing to work. Then when someone will, be, will see and they'll think, ah, this guy is not serious in life. 
Why should he be working Monday morning? Eh, but what you know, maybe Sunday, as I was doing pastoral leadership seminar, I was on my feet all day. You, you were eating. So work is very diverse. Say amen. So number one. If you find your life's work, the first thing it will do is it will give meaning to your life. It will give what? Meaning to your life. Your life's work will give what? Meaning to your life. So have you found meaning to your life? Now, this is the dynamics. People think there are certain kinds of jobs that must give meaning to your life. Okay? But you are the only one who will know what brings meaning to your life. Amen. So, for instance, maybe I was working at EcoBank. I was earning... 15,000 CDs a month. Then for some reason, I felt the call of God. I quit the job and I came to work in Christ's love. And instead of earning 15,000, the church says, we can only give you 600 CDs allowance every month. You see, in the eyes of man, it looks like I've made a mistake. Because how can you drop from 15,000 to what? 600 CDs. But... The point at which we will know whether it's a mistake or not is the point where the one who has done that thing can tell you, look, even though I'm not working at the bank, I'm, I'm more fulfilled in this place. Are you hearing me? So, for instance, Doris is a hairdresser. She can wake up and go to, uh, what do you call it? Do people's hair. People's hair. But when she comes back, she feel like, ah, I'm not okay. Do you get it? Then we say, oh, Doris, come and take care of Nathan. But that one, she doesn't go and come. So people say, oh, you're a fool. But you realize that the one that she's doing, taking care of Nathan, rather gives her more fulfillment. That is when you know you found your life's job. Yeah. You don't follow people to wreck your life. Oh. Like, as you are in church, if I had followed the definition of work, are you listening to me? If I had followed, like, the traditional definition of work, when I got dependent, if I had followed, I would have missed my purpose. I don't know if you understand. Because I would have followed people's happiness. What people think should make me happy. And have missed what truly will make me happy. What will give me meaning? You have no idea. When I see or when I stand in front, you know one of my highlights when I'm teaching the word of God and I see that the tennis entering. Ah, I feel very useful in life. Like when I feel that people are being blessed and I feel that my, the revelation is coming. Oh, I feel like I've... I've I've made it in life. <laughs> Mamadri and I, we have this thing we say. When we meet some people, we say, those who feel they've made it in life. One of them are security men. Have you ever gone to a place, a security man, especially in banks? They say, oh, braha. 
No, like they feel like they've made it in life. <laughs> like if you go to empty and those security guys there, hey, they will rush you. Meanwhile, they are puss. That's where it is. They come and say, "Oh, bra, they be ujina, oh, bra." They said we went to a bank and a certain lady was using some met detector thing. Do do do. Then my mother said, "Uh huh." She has made it in life. <laughs> Hallelujah. So. Look out for what makes meaning to you. What brings... Joe, Joe was working at some company. One day Joe came to the office and said, Papa, I said, Joe, where are you? I'm around in Sawam. What is this, Papa? This company that I found, it's a multi-billion dollar company. I'm on my way to become a millionaire. I said, Joe, are you sure? He said, yes, Papa. He said, the product, the name of the company. I said, I have not heard the name before. He said, oh, Papa, don't worry. They have over 3,000 product lines. The guy started even marketing the product. I said, okay, Joe. He said, so Joe, how did he say, oh, Papa, they will train you, then you bring four people, then the four people, then they just say, before you see, you have 10 people, then when you earn 10 people, now you start earning $3,000 a month. I said, Joe, he said, I said, Papa, uh, Joe, are you sure? He said, yes, Papa. Okay, Papa, uh, I'll pray for you. May God help you. So I prayed for him. <laughs> I was waiting for Joe to bring $3,000. But I've waited. Ah, the thing is not coming. So when the Joe came, I said, Joe, how far? He said, Papa, I want to come back to the church. I said, Joe, are you sure? He said, Yes, Papa, Papa. I've, I've, I've made my decision. I said, Joe, are you sure? He said, Yes, Papa. But, but why won't you? He said, Papa, it's not true. It won't happen now. I said, If you come, don't go again. I said, Papa, now if I come, I've changed. I said, Okay, come. Now he finds more fulfillment, more meaning. It's not manual, but it's like he's, he's on his way to finding meaning to his life. So what you are doing, is it giving meaning to your life? You know you found your life's work. If you have two things you do, measure them. You see, one may bring money, one may bring meaning. At some point, when God requires you to flip over to the one that brings meaning, don't be scared. Because whatever brings meaning eventually will bring money. It will bring glory. Say amen. Number two, your life's work is something God has called you to do. And remember, there's something more than money. Yeah. Yeah. There's something more than money. And that's what God gives you. And in fact, people who make money when they work, they don't really make money. They, what, they, what they are using is not like, it's not like they are making money, but it's like, it is God's blessing on them that is causing them, say amen, to actually be fruitful. Do you get it? So, if you are working, if someone is working and you see that they are happy with their job, they are making money, don't think that it's the money that makes them happy. It is the blessing of God that is upon the job and the peace of God that comes with that job and the salary they earn that brings them the joy. Else you will follow blindly 
And see that now you may be earning that same money or more, but you may not still have the happiness they have. Are you here? So, follow your life's work. Number two, your life's work is something God has called you to do. God has called. So, what has God called you to do? Everybody here, there are two things you will see yourself doing. Okay. One is that you will see yourself doing A, but B will be staring at you. And you see that deep down your heart, you see that B brings you more peace. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. What has God called you to do? That is what brings peace to you. Yes. So you see that, Charlie, there are so many things, but the calling of God, it stands alone. It stands alone. It stands alone. It's, you see, it's because maybe sometimes, you know, we, because of our upbringing and how things were challenging when we were going. So, it will be a night because of money, we define everything by money. But there's a place where you can even be in a job and be earning so much. But you see that because it's not the calling of, of God or because it's not where God wants you, you see that, Charlie, it, it, you will not be happy. Jesus said, my meat is to do the will of my Father. What I want is actually that I will do the will of my Father. I will do the will of my Father. I know someone who was talking to me the other day. The person said, I was in the UK. And I had a job, everything. I was making money every time. I was making money, going, 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 coming. But I said, for some reason, I felt like I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. I just want to. I just. I don't want to be in there. I want to come back. You see, it's not the call of God. It's not the call of God. Sometimes you can see people can get two jobs. It's like this one is paying more. Everything is okay, but. Deep down their heart, there's another one that may not be paying more, but because it's the calling of God, they will be led into that one. So, how to find your life's work is, is to look out for the things God has called you to do. Following money, money, money is good, but if God's calling is not that money, where will it take you to? Say amen. Say amen. Number three. You, let, me, let me just hop on the number two. When I followed God, when, as I have followed God's calling, I have found my life's work. I have found my life's work. Do you get it? All the people who say, go and look for a job, go and look for a job, go and look for a job. I sometimes ask myself, what, what, what job should I go and look for again? The job I'm doing, it provides jobs for people. Oh, you don't understand what I mean. There are people who line up every morning, and if I, if I, if I see we are working today, that day, they have their daily bread. Not once, not twice, many, many times. So which job again should I go and find? It's like telling the owner of Barclays to go and look for a job. Abitali, Christ's love is like back lesbian. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, prophetically. <laughs> so, 
when you follow, when you follow your life's, your, the calling of God, it will give you the job of your life. To give you the job. Don't follow a job because you can't find a calling. Often you may not find a calling in a job. You may not, like you can't find when you follow the job. Chances are it may not end up being your calling. But when you follow the calling, it will end up producing your job. Do you get it? Someone says, oh, I feel like I, wa- I want to help the needy children in the neighborhood. I feel like I want to help the needy children. I feel like... And then the next minute you see that he has started this small, 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 small. He's just following a natural calling. I feel like I want to help. Like, then boom, 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 boom. He lands on a good, an, an NGO. Then right now, you, all UN people have gone. Someone will envy and say, yeah, if I can start this job, I will get money. But you see, they've missed it. You don't start the job. You start the calling. So you too, if you're honest, you like tomatoes, just start <laughs> planting tomatoes. Out of that, you will get a job. Yeah. Again, I know someone, he had, he, he had to volunteer. He didn't have a job. Then he said, I'll volunteer a job. I love, I said, I love this because it has to do with helping people. When the person volunteered the job, remember, a calling, I feel... Calling is not money. You see, anything that is money is job. When is right now you are following your calling, but as you are following the calling, you will find your job. Because as you are following, you see that one day they will meet, oh, head of Christ love, so so and so, so so and so so. But you didn't follow so so and so, so so and so to find your calling. So the person did it. Then as the person was following, going for outreach, then one day the, the job came. Right now, in the calling, the person has found it. Me right now, I found a job in my calling. But I have a calling. The calling is higher than the job. So instead of applying for a job, I follow a call. This is deep, but I pray you understand. It's like someone saying, we don't work for money. They say, what do you mean? If you don't work for money, then when you work, do that. But it's true. You see, right now, you may not... <laughs> I don't want to say plenty things. So follow your calling. A job will come out of it. If what you are doing is your calling, you see a job will come out of it. Yeah. And when that job comes, it's even more secured. You get it? Yeah. Bishop Dak followed his calling and now he has a job. That has even produced more jobs. Hmm? Recently, but I was when I visited uh, someone. He had a farm. When I met him, I said, ah, this is your farm. I see that it's your passion. It's your passion that you are following. Then he laughed. Then he laughed. But you see, out of that passion, he will become best farmer. He has a job now. I'm talking about my youth boss. <laughs> Out of the passion. You see, because he's doing the thing. I mean, the, the people may not even come and buy the thing. But you see, he loves it. He's, he's a passion. It is like, I feel I want to do this. It's a passion. That's why people who go to jobs with salary, salary, they don't do well. But people who go with, oh, what can I do? What do? You see that they rather do better. I don't know why I'm preaching this, but I feel somebody needs it. Say amen. 
Number three, your life's work is something that you will never hate. Do you resent your job? Do you hate your job? Probably it's not your life's work. <clears throat> Ecclesiastes 2.17 Therefore, I hated life because the work that is wrought under the sun is grievous unto me. Amplify. Give me amplify. Quick, 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 quick. So I hated life because what is done under the sun was grievous to me. For all is vanity and striving after the wind and feeding on it. 18. And I hated all my labor and in which I hated, I, in which I had toil under the sun, seeing that I must leave it to the man who will succeed me. So I hated, give me King James for this one. So I hated the job I did. I hated the job I Yet I hated my labor, which I had taken under the sun, because I should leave it down to the man that shall be after me. I hated it. Let me tell you two, two scenarios of my life. When I became a graduate assistant, lower my volume a bit, when I became a graduate assistant, my lecturers thought I was good and wanted to recruit me to become a lecturer. So they were giving me opportunities, but I hated those opportunities with passion. I'm serious. My lecturer, she will pack envelopes because when you want to be a lecturer, you must start marking. Yes. They'll give you envelopes. You max. Ah. Lecture slides to prepare. They, and they thought, oh, we are exposing him. They will follow, you follow what, uh, the lecture to the class. Then you be. Then when the people see you, say, oh, this guy's a big man. One time, Mamodri's colleague at work, a colleague she works with, then she got to know Mamodri was married. She said, hey, your husband is a shark. He was telling my wife, your husband was our TA, he's a shark. Yeah, because I used to follow the lecturers. Then we teach, then we know sometimes we prepare the slides and everything. But I hated it. Do you know what I loved? I loved, I, I couldn't wait to finish those lecture things and rush and be with Vanessa Dems in that small room and we'll be doing shabaraba. That is what I loved. So when they got to know I wanted, they were very disappointed in me. <laughs> oh, true. They were, some of them won't talk to me again. No, it's like we are grooming you in the department. I was so close to this lecture of mine. So close. So close. I mean, like, and you see that they also hated what I was doing. <laughs> you know? Because every time when I'm moving with this, my lecture, then I'll be doing Shambaraba in the car. Shakotoro. She hated it. <laughs> then I'll say, oh, I don't want to mention anything, but I'll say, I'll drop a Paju. Paju is where we used to pray. Then she'll look at me. You're part of those who have been doing this. I say, yes, I'm part. See, we are doing for, one time I told one of my lectures, we are going for archery. Hey, the guy discouraged me. But this guy always give me marking scheme, whatever. What I loved was the work of God. What do you love? What do you ask yourself? What do I love? Do I love going for outreach? Okay, maybe 
Your parents love it when you do something else. But Charlie, you love. If I, can you imagine recently a guy came to me in the office. He said, Pastor, I'm confused. What is the confusion? He said, my mother is in the UK. And they've gotten the opportunity for me to come to UK on a contract and come and work for two years. And I'll be, I'll be made a citizen and everything. I said, go, go, it's nice. They said, but Pastor, I don't want to go. Why? Because I found a man of God. And I'm following him. You see? Even me as a pastor, I said, ah, are you okay? <laughs> you see, don't go and tell that pastor. <laughs> he said, I found a man of God. And he started the fellowship, SHS outreach and everything. And I feel, I feel if I stay with him, there's better life. I was saying, my head, this guy, you won't go to Europe and go and find a life. But that's the same way some years ago, Alfred and Co had to make that choice. Gamel and Co. <laughs> Vanessa and Co. You see, it will make sense to other people. He hates going to UK. He said, I don't even want to mind my mother. I don't want to pick a call. What do you hate? I don't know, what do you hate? You know, maybe people say, go to UK. Hey, hey. Christ love. I don't Papa, I don't know what to do in the UK. I don't I'm a brand pastor. And so because you love abruptly and hate. <laughs> Solomon said, I hated the work. So if you find yourself loving God's work, it probably means there's a call in it. Yeah. What do you hate? What do you hate? There are some people when let me tell you, let me tell you the truth. Eh? I tell you, if people, a lot of people who drive, and that's why this message is useful to you. A lot of people who drive in the morning eh, to work, Monday morning, rush let me tell you, they hate their job. They hate it. Yesterday, I was just we were at the bank. Then Jifa called a lady. She used to come and play organ for us those days. You remember? She taught you how to play the organ. Ah! The lady came and she looked so big. Meanwhile, this lady was like, maybe Vanessa. I'm like, what is this? Why? He said, Daddy, late eating. Late eating. Late eating. I couldn't imagine my eyes. I said, no, I beg you. Try. Yo, this is the beginning of the problem. So. You see, people are working, doing the job they are doing, not because they love it all, but because of the financial condition, because of the challenges. Now, at a point, you can't stop. It is a point that if you try this full-time thing, Charlie, you will destroy your life. It's with a window. It's with a window. That's why now you... Can make a good decision. And I'm not saying because you, you claim you are full-time, so you won't work or you know. I'm just saying, find what you love. Huh? If God's work is what you love, ah, then it means that pay more attention. If, if you are going to do a secular job, make sure that secular job is not something you hate. Make sure it's not something you hate. 
but something you love. Who thought Solomon would hate his job? But he hated it. I hate, one, of, one of the reasons I hated this job is because I know when he, he said he knows when he dies, someone will come and eat his. And it's true, immediately the guy that his son came in, Charlie, they logoed all the good from the temple. Are you in church? Number four. <clears throat> in your life's work, you will enjoy the rewards of your labor. If you follow your life's work, it may take a while, but with time, you will enjoy the rewards of your labor. So, in, in, in other words, what I'm trying to say is, if you follow your calling, you will find your life's work. And if you find your life's work, you will definitely enjoy the rewards of your labor. Do you think as I'm, I've found my life's work, I'm doing my work, I won't have rewards tomorrow? Oh, I'm a blessed man. I'm a blessed man. Am I not blessed? Tomorrow, eh? you see, you won't know how blessed I am till all my sons and daughters become gurus. Tomorrow, if I even cough, are you okay? They'll come and hit my chest. Are you okay? Is everything fine? I'll be pumped, too pumped. Like all this car, bicycle, weather, moto, this is a problem. They don't even worry me. I just bought, you must drive this. One day, Bishop Bempa said, Someone bought me this. She said, I sweat. Yes. Because if you do your work well, reward will come. Reward will come. Now, I need to get a big garage in the future. Yes. And I, I need to even get a bigger passport. Because Gamel will say, Papa, you need to come and rest. Uh, Sami will say, Papa, no. We are, I, have, I found this place at Fiji Island. You need to go and... Uh, Santa will say, uh, Rev, the new Lankusa will come. No. You, you won't recall that. Mr. Uda will say, Oh, Charlie, Santa, stop that. He will drive a Bentley. He said, I will be even... You see, it's because I've followed my life. Right? And the, the same applies to you. Rewards will come. Rewards will come. One day you see someone who appreciates you in a way you've never... Yes. So, don't be only... Don't seek gratification in the mini mayor so that if it's something you are doing and it's like because you are not getting rewards today, you are worn out and you feel that this is the end. No, no. There are some rewards I'm enjoying today. Hey, I've been laboring for eight years before they came. Yes, I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. There are some blessings that I may have today. But look, it's been relating with people for eight years. For instance, I was, I went to buy water. Every blessing is a blessing. Don't see one blessing is bigger than another. Yeah. I went to buy water. One bella like that. And I was coming to the house. When I go to the Vanessa, I said, Ah, Vanessa, Monday, what's up? What are you doing? So I'm coming to see my prophet. I saw plenty water. Plenty water. Guess what? I've been relating with Vanessa for almost 10 years now. It has taken 10 years to have four packs, uh, how many packs of Belacqua? 
It's funny, but that's the truth. Rewards of loyalty. Today I was even thinking of the blessedness of my, the people I, that are close to me. It's taking years. What will make Vanessa dress beautifully and come and sit here? It's not just because uh, I can preach. No, but it's also because of loyalty. That I've been with her for how many years? I was introducing my you to someone. And I said, when I met my she's just a baby like this. I was holding her like this. She was in first year. She was just a child, a child, a little girl. Today, you see, I'm blessed. I'm blessed to have her. So, where you are now, just be diligent. As you keep moving forward, blessings will come. Yeah. You'll be shocked. Maybe you, some people are doing their, maybe someone is called, uh, what? Yeah, Adam called the animals. He said, this one is snake, this one is bed. Maybe someone is called bed and he's flying. But you, you are butterfly. But as at the time they are saying, you are actually a cocoon or whatever. It's time you also fly small. Very soon, we see all of us flying. Or you don't believe. But you must just have patience. Knowing that rewards come with time. Rewards come with time. Rewards come with time. The other day, my wife said, give me money to go and do my hair. I said, wow, I'm blessed. My wife can actually think I can give it. There were some days, eh, if I dash my wife's money, <coughs> God is my witness, she won't spend it. You know what she will do? She will keep it because she knows I will come back for that money. And dole dole, I will come. Because me, when I'm giving her, I actually give her with the mindset of saving with her. <laughs> Not because I'm giving her for, for that. Meaning, if I give her two, I can go and take four. I'm smart. I'm a good businessman. So when I have 20, I say, oh, you can have 20. But I know that I'll get 40 CDs from her. Yeah. The only reason why today she can say, oh, give me money to braid my hair is because with time, we, have, we are also experiencing blessings yeah, in our humility. So rewards come when you find your life's way. So maybe you found your life's way, but it's not speaking now. Don't be deterred. With time, rewards will come. Every single thing you do in your life's work eh, will bring rewards. Alfred was telling me about the, the testimonies he has experienced. When I was driving, I said, Alfred, I'm happy. I'm, I'm thankful to God that uh, I found you. Because you've helped me in my, in, to fulfill the will of God. I was telling him, he said, oh, Bishop. He was also telling Papa, I'm even more blessed that you found me. Because I've also been blessed being around you. They said, one of the blessings that beats my mind is how I got a job. And I said, Alfred, your job was purely because of the work of God. That you did God's work is the reason why he gave you a job. Because the sacrifices Alfred has made, Alfred has never taken transportation from me <clears throat> to come to church or leave church. Sometimes I can see, I just descend, this guy doesn't have money. Then when I give him, then I say, do you have money? Then he will say no. I say, ah, so how would you go? Then he's quiet. But say he will open his mouth. He will never do it. You see that the guy was really doing the work. Imagine from trade fair to Legon, trade fair to Legon, trade fair, midnight. And for him, he can't say he won't be in church. 
Yes. All the times Derek refused to come for midweek, Alfred was coming for midweek. I mean, <laughs> so you see, God has rewarded Alfred. And Alfred is okay. I mean, he's, he's fine. Oh, yeah. I'm sure some of the boys, right, he's, they look up to him now. Say, Charlie, oh, yeah, Joseph. <laughs> Go back to make with top. I'm going to Can you imagine four killers in a room attacking one mosquito? <laughs> Hallelujah. It's will come on. So don't 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 feel that you are making a mistake if you found. If you found peace and like maybe Joel, as you are doing God's way, you found the peace, you found the love, you don't hate the job, you enjoy the job, but the truth is money is not coming, rewards are not coming. Don't worry. For a long time eh, in my ministry, Santa, I didn't know what was like you've blessed a, a church, like a church member comes to you and blesses you with money. It, I didn't know it. <clears throat> I didn't even for a long time. One of the days I was talking to the, the prof, professor here and he said, So, how does the people then as he was talking, he's like, Ah, so it looks like pastors are really blessed by church members. Eh? And that means that me, I'm not seeing anything. No. But at the right time, I started seeing blessings. Yeah. I started seeing the blessings. I started seeing the blessings. One day I called my wife and said, let's, let's thank God for this offering. We knelt down. We, we raised $2,000. Someone had given me $2,000. I said, thank you. I gave it to her. I said, thank God for us. But there was a time. Then see this poor. So if you are patient, rewards will come. Hallelujah. And even if you are working and taking money, but the money may not be commensurate with what other people are taking. If it's your life's way, be patient. A day will come where you see the blessings of God in that, that same job. The only thing is, it must be your life's way. So, mind you, you, if you are patient with your boss, you see, today when we see people like NS chemists, uh, what, despite, and... Their secretaries are blessed. But you see that if what you are doing, you love it and it's peaceful and everything, as you are faithful, one day your boss too will become like an chemist. And your boss will become like despite. And it's at that level that you see that Charlie, you too are chilling. Yes. Jigbody. Say Jigbody. Yeah, you must be patient. Are you here? Good. <coughs> Number five, you, if you find your last work, money will no longer drive you. Things you do because you love, because it's the calling of God, money does not drive you anymore. Ecclesiastes 5.10 He that loveth silver shall not be satisfied with silver, nor he that loveth abundance with increase. Amplified. He who loves silver will not be satisfied with silver, 
nor he who loves abundance with gain. He who loves silver will not be satisfied with what? Silver. Nor he who loves abundance with gain. So, you see, there's a time you come, a place you come to where even though everybody does it for money, you, you, you don't do it for money. You don't do it for money. And when people even give you gifts, you don't like to take it. You don't like to take it. Are you here? You don't like to take it. You know, I told you now I try not to eat late. But I noticed that initially I used to go hungry, hungry. But now, you know, when I finish preaching, I don't feel hungry. Sometimes, I was, yesterday I was saying, I said, I don't feel hungry. Some few days I said, I don't feel hungry. It's 9.30, 10, but I don't feel hungry. If I drink water, I'm okay. There's a time, eh? You see, you're a pastor. You are doing God's way. But it's not, it's not for money. It's not, it's not for money. I don't counsel people based on how much they give me. I don't talk to people based on how much they give me. There's nothing like consultation. It's not even... What's consultation? That's not how we work. I just talk to people. Today, Bishop Adungu visited us at the church at OEB. Oh, I thought you were The man poured his heart, prayed for us, blessed us, did everything. Where he was going, he blessed us. He blessed us as if from his intestines. He put my head on his belly, belly, belly like that. He was blessing me. My God. I was soaking the, the ballistic blessings. <laughs> but you see, he was not doing it for money. When he finished everything he was doing to say, when I gave him an offering, he, he was even shocked. He said, oh. And he said, okay, let me pray for you. You see that in his mind, there's no money. If you are a true man of God, you see, when you relate to people, it's not money. It's not money. We had a nice time. Hallelujah. He was so happy. And we were happy to have him. So, Money will not drive. So if money is driving you, you know, there are people who have worked in the church that money drove them. Hey, before they come to say, I don't have law affair. I don't have law affair. Those people, they are not in the church again. They, are, they will call the members. Can you send me money for law affair? Can you send me money for law affair? Can you send me? And when all the people finished, they couldn't stay in the church. Ask them about what drives you. As you are a shepherd, what is driving you? <clears throat> yeah, what drives you? It's the same thing, even if it's a secular job and you are doing it because it's your life's work, you will make it happen. You will not do it for money. Money will not drive you. There's this man I work with, his name is Kapi. Ah, today, can you imagine? Someone I've even brought to their site. They do come and do this. Do, do. Today, we had to pay someone. I said, Kapi, I don't have money. Then he said, Reverend G. G. Rena Famano. He, pay, he used his own money to give me to pay someone. And I, when I said, Kapi, Namie, <laughs> something small for the boys. I said, Reverend, what do you mean, few? But you see, he's doing the thing out of love. So if one day I have a car and I say, Kapi, this is a car, I'm giving it to you. He built that church without taking a penny from us. That is how we must do things. Say amen. Number six. 
in your life's work, you will not labor in vain. Sometimes the fear is that as I do God's way, it will go waste. But let me tell you, it will never go waste. <clears throat> See, my work for God will never go waste. So will my work for anything that I believe is the call of God for my life will also will not go waste. Sometimes you do things, but you don't reap the results where you did it. But you see that when you finish, later on in life, other opportunities come up and they are clearly because of what you did. So look at Alfred again. I use Alfred. Look at the blessing of the, the job Alfred got. It was not because of... The, it's not the salary he would get from the church. His work looked like it was going in vain till it turned around. Mayu was always here. Someone what finished their degree, supposed to be working. No job. Nothing. Every, every day. One time when Mayu finished national service, I said, I said, so how do you get? He said, oh, sometimes I, I take money from my brother. Sometimes I, my own savings, small, small. I said, ah, so what's happening? But faithfully, every Wednesday, she'll come and stand here, sing. Faithfully, every Sunday, she'll come and stand here. This one looked like it was in vain. Till one day, as she was singing, one day I was having a walk. Then I was talking to Pastor Ashwin. I said, ah, that your daughter who sings. That your daughter. That your daughter. What, what, what's up with her? I knew something good was coming to her. I said, oh, Charlie, anything, anything, what's up? Make me go. I said, oh, so she, what, what, does she, what does she want to do? I said, oh, uh, she's looking for a job. I said, eh, okay, let's see what God will do. Within two weeks, man, you had a job. Within two weeks. <clears throat> when she even went for the interview, it was like, can you work today? But it looked like it was in vain. You, you'll be doing something. There's no way you do your calling and it will go in vain. <clears throat> no, it won't go in vain. Prophet, there, there's no way you do God's work and it goes. He said, knowing that your labor in the Lord shall not be in vain. Yeah. Vanessa was traveling from... Winiba to Accra, Winiba to Accra, Winiba to Accra. They were going to lay all of them off. But before they would lay them off, they called her aside and said, Come, come, come. We found a job for you. Gave her a job. Then when they, they laid them off, then guess what? When they finished laying them off, the other friends said, Oh, Charlie, me need you. Then Vanessa said, Eh, sir. Oh, Monkafra. Oh, hmm. Meanwhile, Jenny need a new job. I said, Wajini, <laughs> new job. Vanessa showed me her laptop from Dubai. Hey, my God. Powerful laptop. And yes, I am. Uh, called Negative 7 EV. I hear it's a special laptop from Dubai. Can you imagine? Have you been to Dubai before? But the laptop has been to Dubai. Say messy. So there's nothing you do for God that will go in vain. It may look like it's going in vain. But let me tell you, it will never, ever, ever. Nothing you do for God. Not any money you give. Not any effort you give. He said, therefore, my beloved, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Because you have to keep going. Knowing that, for as much as you know, that your labor, he said, no. 
Anything that is your life's calling, it won't go in vain. Oh, yes. It will not go in vain. They thought they were using, um, Peter thought Jesus was using his boat in vain. He used the boat to preach. Jesus finished Charlie, cast your net. God will pay you. He will reward you for everything. It may not be direct. I may not be the one to pay you. And you know one, one thing about God's blessings? One thing about God's blessings. That is, it makes it superior than a salary. Your father can be great. Your father can work at Bank of Ghana. Help Bank of Ghana. Change Bank of Ghana. Do everything Bank of Ghana. But let me tell you, if he goes, that is it. Maybe if you are going to look for a job at Bank of Ghana, I don't mind you. There's no way Bank of Ghana will transfer anything to you. Yes. Or your children. But let me tell you, if your father is a pastor, if your father works for God, it transfers to the children. Yeah. So that it means that the blessings of God, apart from the fact that he will reward us and it's not in vain, it even goes on our kids. <laughs> don't expect our kids to be poor. Don't, get, don't expect our kids to be shashanlo in school. No, 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 not be approaching. Your child will be one year and he'll be talking brothel. You'll cry. You'll cry, you'll be shocked. Hey, he'll be slamming you. Meanwhile, he's not been to... Okay, he'll go to abroad too. Yes. You, you'll be shocked. It's all the blessing of the Lord. Say it's the blessing of the Lord. So if you find your life's work, it will not go in vain. It's like it's a waste. Yeah. As we are going, people think we are wasting our lives, but they don't know we are making gains. They don't know we are making gains. Oh, yes. Ah, the Messiah moving in a rickety car and Charlie not knowing what is happening. <clears throat> we are making gains. We've made gains here. As in the evening, we are here coming Wednesday. People see us in Colab and Crown almost from here. They were here. We but we are making it. We've been in this corner making gains across Accra. <clears throat> it will never go vain, in vain. We are never going. We are going even international. It will never go in vain. Oh, yes. It will never go in vain. Number seven. Your life's work. So I'm saying, if you find the thing you are doing with this characteristic, then it means it's a work of your life. Stick to it. Your life work will make you a blessing to others. <clears throat> it will make you a blessing to what? Others. Is your life blessing anyone around you? Is your life blessing anyone around you? Are you helping someone? Look, look at, look, look, look at me, look at me, look, look. I'm, I'm blessed, though. I'm ble Am I not blessed? At least my, this, my small life has put a little girl in GHS or primary school. It's a blessing. I can tell people, yeah, make sure she goes to school tomorrow. Tell her everything is paid. Have you heard? Yeah, I'm there. They send me school fees, bills. I say, oh, Charlie, this is the bill. Feeding fee, everything. I said, don't worry, next week we'll pay. Hey, I know my life is blessed. Someone may think I'm useless. It's their problem. Because I've not worn a tie on Monday morning. I don't care. But me, I know I'm blessing someone. I know I'm blessing someone. 
My simple life has put someone through university and finished all. Ah, my simple life has made someone a grad. If I did not appear, the person would not have gone to school. Ah, boom, say, Mama Jesus. <laughs> so when you find your life's work, it will be a blessing to people. I was there when, when Shadrach said, oh, Papa, I heard you are coming to Kumasi, so I just decided to come and visit and say hi. I said, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. And he brought me detergent. Eh, where's the detergent? Did you bring it to Accra? You left it. Why? He didn't bring it. Some nice detergent. It's a perfume. So, when you find your life's way, when, you, when it's not your life's way, it will shrink and it won't affect anyone. Me, myself, and I. That's how you do it. But when you find your life's way, whether a secular job, ministry, suddenly you see that even if it's 10 cities, it begins to bless other people. It begins to. Because I hope you know that. It begins to bless other people. Say amen. Number eight. <clears throat> if you find your life's work, your talents will be revealed. Some of you didn't know you could preach till you found your life's work. Some of you didn't know how bold you were till you found your life's work. Are you here? If you find your life's work, it will show your talent. You may have many, 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 many skills in the world. Huh? But it may not be your talent. What are some of the skills? The skill of womanizing. Hey! The skill of drinking. Do you know there's an art of drinking? <laughs> Professional drinkers. The boozers. They go, you see, he said, those that tarry are the wine. <laughs> they come back with red eyes. I know I'm talking from experience. So don't think I don't know what I'm talking. My cousin, he, used, he drinks. When they leave the house around 6 o'clock, they come back the next morning 6. And you don't want to get knocked out along the line. And because you are going to move from one spot to another spot to another spot. So you do... See like that. You see, when people sell watch it early in the morning or at dawn, do you know the reason why they sell? It's for drunkards. You didn't know. So they will go here, then they will drink small. Katogi, katogi. Drink small here. It's a skill. They drink small here. Drink. Even smoking is a skill. We're watching a documentary. That guy was pulling marijuana. He said, you need all your attention because if you joke, the powder will fall off. Yeah. <laughs> Skills we are saying. I say, if you put the, the heroin on that thing, he needs the maximum attention because he must pull every little bit of that powder. The powder is 40 cities. It means a lot. So he, he, he every the whole world must come to an end, and silent. Then he does, then he pulls it, and then he gets the maximum satisfaction. The powder will go down. 
but none of these skills compare to the talent God will reveal for you. Even we go out training in one training here, a befouting. Santa, when we at this school, we used to hear people, night house, someone has gone off, I eat to lie, those boys, Santa's meat. Ah, I'm a bottom rough. Every week, we'll be going to have a At this school. At this school, I'm school. Weeper. They can give people bond letters. Go and bring your father. Then when they take the bond letter, they will go and go back and they will roll the bond letter and they are smoking with the letter. <laughs> they go and bring, then they go to town and go and hire people. What's that about? What's, what's the suspension? It's one sign, Manungo. <laughs> Someone went to bring a Kipiano who doesn't even understand all this suspension and all this. They suspended the guy, so he went to bring some Kipiano guy. Then they entered the man. Then when he, the guy entered, he said, Azi, what's the Abazawa? <laughs> then the man said, What's the suspension? Suspension, I'll be coming if I was one sign in my room. I signed it for him and let him go. <laughs> what's up, Azua? <laughs> I said, what's the suspense? I said, one sign, man. <laughs> the plan has backfired. <laughs> the guy couldn't get help. So in your life, where your talent to be revealed. Your talent. I didn't know I could talk in front of people. I didn't know I could be relaxed talking in front of people. I didn't know. You may be shy, but you see, as you do your life, you see that you know you'll be talking. These people, what I do, okay, it's a highly, it's a high quality trait. You won't know. Public speaking, people train, they, 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 people, people can't, you see, top managers, they can't stand in front of people. Like the way I hold the mic and I go and I laugh and I. A manager doesn't know it. He has to do a presentation. He'll be shaking all through the night, drinking coffee and whatever. Hey. But me, I come and do it freely because God gave it to me. I found it as I was doing God's way. So as you do God's way, you see that. Maybe your, 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 your English was not good. But you see, you now become an English speaker. Say Amen. Say amen. <clears throat> Have I given you the, the final one? That's number eight, right? Good. So, I want you to understand that God will use you greatly, yeah, but you have a responsibility to search also. See, because the things that surround us, they can confuse us sometimes. You, when you look at people and you say, oh, this person is doing all this person. Maybe your calling may not be to wear a tie. You see, maybe your calling may not be at this time to be doing something that another person is doing. It doesn't mean that it's not, it's not work or it's not honorable. Hallelujah. When, when parents wake up, they all go. Some will go and hide under a car and remove engine and engine oil. 
Some to go and sit in a bank and sign a check. It's all work. Some to come and hold a Bible and preach. You see, let's understand that there are diversities. As you are progressing in this thing, as you are moving forward, so that your heart is not troubled, so that you are not worried, so that you don't feel any less of, so that pressure does not mount on you, like pressure, because it will bring depression, it will bring, it will, it will bring anxiety. Once you begin to think, hey, why am I not like this? Why am I not like this? Why am I? You see that you begin to go off. But if you can understand that, look, this is my place. This is where God has called me. I'm okay. I'll be here. I'll be fine. At the right time, my rewards will come. I'll see my talents. I'll be a blessing to others. I, I, I don't hate my job. Once you understand these things, oh, you'll be fine. Oh, yes. You'll be fine. So you don't have to be like another person. You cannot be another man. You cannot walk in another man's school. Just know that this is what God has called me to do. I'm okay in it. I'm fine. I have peace. I do not hate it. Do you know my job? Someone who hates it. This job. Ah, someone who hates it. But me, I don't hate it. But someone who loves the one me too, I hate. Someone who loves the marking and the lecturing and the, this thing. Do you know one of my joy, my joy in life? Hey, when someone calls and says, I want to see you. I want us to talk. Ah, I, feel, I feel so happy. But maybe someone, when someone calls and says, oh, I want to do this, why? Why do you want to talk to me? Am I your father? Am I your mother? No. Obiane neemane nije. Somebody to maybe when he's counting money, he's happy. In a bank, he's happy. But me, there looks like Charlie. It's maybe a mess around my park on easy, mommy. You see, because that's not where my, my joy lies. Do you understand? Yeah. So where do you fit in? Where do you fit in? You'll be fine. You'll be happy. Hmm? So, laziness is not good. You must work. But in working, find your life's work, which is the calling, the true calling. That thing that God has given to you. And it's, it's basically what you said. It brings you peace. It makes you a blessing. Ah, it's God. Take it. Walk in it. Flow in it. It may not bring money, but don't worry. Rewards will come. It may look like it's in vain, but don't worry. You'll be fine. And at the end of the day, we will all be happy. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Visit www.christaboundinglove.com and our social media handles at the Christ Abounding Love Church for more audio messages and details on all upcoming conferences. God bless you.